Global Crisis Bible Prophecy Health and Preparedness You are just in time. 11th Hour Dispatch Father in heaven, we pray for your spiritual blessing upon this broadcast, for your presence and your your spirit to guide our thoughts to your plan and your will and your perspective on world events. Help us to love the truth. Help us to be ready for Jesus' soon coming. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to 11th Hour Dispatch. I'm Scott Ritzema, your host, again, for another 30-minute news broadcast because, my friends, we are living in the 11th hour of Earth's history. The biblical prophecies, most of them are past. The final biblical prophecies are being fulfilled before our very eyes. The next events are just the final wrap it up on this earth events and then the coming of Jesus on the clouds of heaven. And that's good news. But in the meantime, there's some pain. There's birth pangs, Jesus said, that lead up to this great event. Matthew 24, he said, the signs of the times, these prophetic indicators that we are in the last days are like birth pangs, like the wars and rumors of war. Reuters reports, Japan orders military to be ready for North Korea missile launch at any time, putting its forces on a state of alert for at least three months. That's a significant news headline right there. It's probably not a matter of if, but when we will see a big event transpire there in East Asia, or with the West and Russia, those conflicts continuing to move forward, and China preparing for war, communists conduct naval drills in September. You, you've heard about the disputed South China Sea islands that, that China has built and claimed as these shipping lanes are now their sovereign territory. The International Tribunal said, no, that's not the case, and this has got China really fuming mad, and so who knows what's going to happen next in this fragile veneer of civilization that we see around us. The eye inside the storm, or the calm before the storm, biblically, prophetically speaking, is where we are right now. Uh, Whether it's warfare or these other matters that we see in the news, now is the time, even if we had a thousand years, which we don't, we would want to dedicate our hearts and our lives fully to the truth, to to set aside all of the nonsense and speculative theories of this world and the postmodern philosophies of, of nihilistic nothingness and postmodern relativistic immorality to say that we are devoted and dedicated to something real and true and good and beautiful, Jesus Christ and his word. Now is the time. UK Express reports, police arrest 900 Syrians in England and Wales for crimes including rape and child abuse. Shocking police figures released for England and Wales have shown nearly 900 Syrians have been arrested in just one year for these types of crimes. And we're looking at that saying there has got to be a a point, a breaking point here, particularly in Europe, where we're seeing this this take place. There's another headline. Along the same lines, UK Express reported EU is at end of existence. Polish experts 
blast Merkel and claim Germans have had enough. Europe is at the end of its existence following a summer of terror and the EU's free movement policy, an ex-Polish counterterror officer has warned. Former Central Bureau of Investigation officer Jacek Rona gave a damning forecast about the future of Europe, claiming people have, have lost faith in the political system. And specifically, he's talking about the European Union crumbling and the migrant crisis just being a precipitating catalyst that has uh, and, uh, you know, hastened the demise of the European Union with the Brexit vote last earlier this summer. Britain leaving the European Union. My friends, this was all predictable from Bible prophecy. Daniel 2 says that there would not be a reunification of the ancient Roman Empire, of what we would call Western civilization, of of a singular unified imperial state over Europe. Daniel 2 says that that will not take place. That the nations of Europe will remain divided until the coming of Jesus Christ. And you've probably never heard this prophecy. Daniel 2 is not a widely studied prophecy, but it's very clear. And I, I just recommend you go study that. You get to the website BibleProphecyTruth.com. BibleProphecyTruth.com. That website will walk you through the important prophecies of Daniel and Revelation that have a special implication and present truth importance for our time today. But Daniel 2 says specifically that this would not take place, the reunification of Europe, and it hasn't. So to see the migrant crisis and the terror attacks continue and these headlines about just rampant crime and abuse and rape and sexual crimes and these terror experts and others saying Europe's days are numbered as a attempted unification project over the last few decades. UK Telegraph reports, Britain's most dangerous extremists will be forced to undergo a mandatory de-radicalization program in a major overhaul of the government's counterterror strategy. The intensive scheme could be used to target jihadists who have returned to Britain from Syria with psychological help or to change the minds of radicals who support terrorist ideologies in the UK. Where it is legally possible, the government will make it mandatory for individuals to attend these sessions under the plan. And you might say, well, that policy certainly sounds reasonable given the insanity of the jihadist ideology that is infecting so much of once free Europe. In order to remain free and civilized and have some order and peace, you've got to have people that believe in a civilized society. And so educating people about how to have freedom and how to coexist with freedom of religion and freedom of speech and tolerate differences in a pluralistic society, that's a great Message, But can you also see how this policy moving forward to re-educate people who have so-called radical beliefs, this could be aimed and targeted directly at Christians in, in the near future. And things like this will be, actually. We, if we are Bible-believing Christians who believe in the message of Jesus Christ, obedience to the law of God, to the nonviolence that Jesus teaches about, where we don't promote these things like you see going on in Europe with the terrorism, But we hold to the truth that marriage is between a man and a woman. Creation was in six days. Jesus is coming again soon. Uh, 
His Sabbath of the fourth commandment is to be obeyed today. All of these things will become perceived as so radical, so fringe cult-like w- w- groups that, oh, you know, we've been there before with other fundamentalists. You know how crazy and violent those Muslims got when they got into their fundamentalist streak? Well, here we have some Christians heading down the same road. We've better re-educate them as well. You can see the dystopic writing on the wall with policies like this in place. In fact, I've reported on the broadcast before how top psychiatrists are saying that uh, religious beliefs are not a matter of freedom of choice, but can be treated as a mental illness. Because, well, of course, if you are a rational thinking scientifically based person, then you would eschew all of these religious fantasies. So say the elite secular humanist seeking to create a society after their own image. They have to demonize and marginalize their uh, ideological and religious opponents. Let's shift gears also into this news. In America, CNN reports violent crime. Oh, boy. Yeah, these numbers are serious. Violent crimes are on the rise so far this year in major cities across the U.S. compared to the number of homicides, rapes, murders, uh, robberies, assaults, and shootings that occurred In the same cities by this point in 2015, a new report has found. The mid-year violent crime survey released Monday by the Major Cities Chiefs Association shows 307 more homicides so far in 2016, according to data from 51 law enforcement agencies from some of the largest U.S. cities. In addition to large increases in homicides, major cities in the U.S. experienced more than 1,000 more robberies, almost 2,000 more aggravated assaults, and more than 600 non-fatal shootings in 2016 compared to this time last year. The only category of violent crime not reflecting an increase when compared to last year is rape. The 316 homicides reported by the Chicago Police Department were by far the most of any law enforcement agency included in the survey, a 48% increase over last year. Yes, you heard that right. In the city of Chicago, a 48% increase in homicides versus last year. I mean, that's a huge jump. This is not, you know, small incremental increases over time. It's coming. And by the way, this is a sign of the times. You know that in the prophecies in the Bible, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be at the coming of the Son of Man. In other words, at the time where we are approaching the coming of Jesus, it will mimic or mirror the society that existed in Noah's day, which you read about in the book of Genesis, and it says that the earth was filled with violence. So this is this is terrorism, this is wars and rumors of wars, this is criminal activity of every kind. The earth was filled with violence in Noah's day, and it is filling the earth today as well. CNBC reports, Cash levels are now at 5.8% of portfolios. Okay, what in the world is Scott talking about there? Some economics jargon here. CNBC Financial Press is reporting on how investors are allocating their different portfolio investments. And they're finding, the research has shown that today, cash levels are higher than they've been at any point since 2001, according to the latest Bank of America Merrill Lynch Fund Manager Survey. In addition to putting money under the mattress, 
Investors also are looking for protection, with equity hedging at its highest level in the survey's history. Indeed, fear is running high as investors believe that global financial conditions are tightening Despite nearly $12 trillion of negative yielding debt around the world and the U.S. Central Bank on hold perhaps until 2017. Okay, what is this saying here? It's saying central banks and policies of governments throughout the world are to stimulate the economy, to make loans easily available, to lower interest rates, to print money. This whole effort has been an effort to try to keep this global economic meltdown that's that's inevitable at some point from happening. In fact, we're seeing a major global economic slowdown, even in the context of record-breaking stimulants into the economy from around the world, to the point where investors are looking at that saying, these central banks are out of tools in their tool bag. And markets are still falling worldwide. The United States is the only one surviving this the just stagnation, basically, here in the U.S. But investors are moving into cash, not just literal cash under the mattress, but moving out of these positions that are higher risk and toward the safer, fear-based, anticipating major economic fireworks type of investments. We'll continue that after the break to see what are the biblical and prophetic implications of this. Does this matter to us as Christians? Absolutely, it certainly does. And we'll be right back after the break. To financially support this broadcast, visit 11thHourDispatch.com. Listen to this quote from the 1913 Rockefeller Education Board, the ones who funded our present public school system. In our dreams, we have limitless resources, and the people yield themselves with perfect docility to our molding hands. We shall not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers or men of learning or men of science. We have not to raise up from among them authors, editors, poets, or men of letters. We shall not search for embryo great artists, painters, musicians, nor lawyers, doctors, preachers, politicians, statesmen, of whom we have ample supply. Folks, school as we know it was designed to produce a subservient, compliant, unthinking mass mind. Learn more in the two-DVD set called Schooled. Available upon donation at 11thHourDispatch.com. Use promo code RADIO. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend, who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men? Rescue the souls of men. And we're back. The website is 11thHourDispatch.com. And I'm your host, Scott Ritzema. Right before the break, we were looking at economic news. And if you're a student of Bible prophecy and you're familiar with the book of Revelation, when you hear of economic news, it reminds you of Revelation 13. Revelation 13 refers to a time that is in the near future 
when there will be enactments, laws in place where you may not buy or sell unless you have assented to the authority of the beast power. The identity of this beast or antichrist power is very clear in the Bible. Just study it out at BibleProphecyTruth.com. But this beast and the a second beast along with the beast will be enforcing a worship system, a false counterfeit worship system. And as a part of that, the, the coercive measures that will be employed will be economic sanctions upon any individual who will not, quote, worship the beast and acknowledge his supremacy and authority, he will not be able to buy or sell. He will not be allowed to participate in the economy. And these are very real things that are coming. Biblical prophecy points to them. And we've got to now say, are we ready spiritually for the onslaught of persecution that's going to come? That's the most important message of this radio broadcast ever. You know, we, we look at the signs of the times. We try to understand the, the political science and the religious liberty and the geopolitical and economic events that are happening. But most importantly, much more important than seeing the signs being fulfilled is the question, am I spiritually prepared for these great and final events that will culminate in the coming of Jesus Christ because decisions can't be made after that point. This idea of, oh, I have seven more years to prepare, this is an absolutely contrived, counterfeit teaching that's just came around in the last hundred years or so as a popular ideology and belief and a doctrine. I'll tell you something. Study that out at BibleProphecyTruth.com. Open your Bible, see if you see that anywhere in there. And I'll promise you, my friends, now is the time to make decisions. And not because of the news headlines. I mean, we're, we're moving toward this and we don't set dates and it's not like, you know, you make a decision because of the time urgency only. No, because Jesus Christ is worthy. He gave his life as the lamb slain from the foundation of the world who taketh away the sins of the world the one who gave up his life. I ought to devote and dedicate every ounce of my energy, talent, love, admiration, affections, and labor in his cause for his benefit so that not only I might be trans transformed in the process, but that other souls might be one to his eternal kingdom. This is the great mission, and that is the great message, that the everlasting gospel of the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world calls us to. It calls us to honor the Creator, to fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come. It calls us out of Babylon, out of the confusion and deception of the religious systems of this age. And it calls us to not receive the mark the beast's mark. I wish I had time to tell you all about all these things right now. They take some time to study through in the Bible. BibleProphecyTruth.com But this no buy, no sell thing. As a lead-in to that, when you can imagine a time where there are economic controls so much that every individual has to participate in this, this, this system of no buy, no sell, 
you either are permitted in or you have to opt out. There are events that must transpire prior to that. There must be some enforcement mechanism, probably a technological means that will be employed. Also, the, the populations of the world are going to be calling for this. They're going to be wanting this. It says in Revelation 13, the whole world wondered after the beast. So is the economic prosperity that we find today, where you don't hear the masses calling for a whole new system of global economic control to provide for their needs, is is this uh, papered over house of cards, if you will, of economic prosperity through through money printing and government policies to stave off the what what most econo- economists say is an inevitable debt crisis, a sovereign debt crisis, and major economic events in the very near future. How much longer can this go on? Well, the article in CNBC goes on. Fund managers believe that so-called helicopter money may become will become a reality, with thirty nine percent of fund managers saying. We anticipate that central banks will will do what they call helicopter money. That basically means central banks will just print money and distribute it through the economy in hopes of creating some inflation and stimulating economic growth. They've been trying to do this through quantitative easing and lowering interest rates to basically zero zero percent for a number of years. And even in the context of all of that, we've you know you heard the big news. 255,000 new jobs added to the economy. The economy's in such great shape in America. What they didn't tell you in the, in the mainstream media on that in the financial press is that you have to add 150,000 new jobs per month just to keep up with population growth. So we only had 100,000 added. And a few months ago, we had negative 125,000 added. So we're just kind of catching up with the bad one from a few months ago. Not quite there yet. But this this crawling back from the Great Recession of 2008, 2009 is a slow-going, slog-stagnant type of process that's been happening. It's the slowest, most uh, non-recovery recovery since World War II. The first, we've, we've now experienced in the United States the first decade in history without a single year of 3% growth. 3% growth was commonplace in the past. We've had a decade where, not, where we didn't have a single year with 3% economic growth. And we're the country that's doing well in the world right now. These are, uh, who knows when, but we're seeing things happen that are going to precipitate some events here. Telegraph reports, savers fear negative interest rates as the bank warns businesses might have to pay to hold cash. So when you've got negative interest rates, you see that you can kind of see the domino effect here. They have to stimulate the economy, so they drop interest rates so low that they're negative interest rates. They're just they're, they're, they're trying to get people to borrow so much that it's free. And then people will borrow and invest and spend and you get economic growth. Well, negative interest rates cause something. They cause, cause savers to say, well, why would I put my savings in the bank then if I'm not going to make any interest rates? So savers start hoarding cash. And when you have that, then all of a sudden the banks don't have as much available to lend. And that is defeats the purpose of having the negative interest rates. So you know what they call for next? And I've reported on this ad nauseum, tons of headlines, tons of top fund managers and economic experts and IMF and World Bank people, and all of them are saying the same thing. We want to move to ban cash, a completely cashless society. 
So can you imagine economic crisis coupled with the call for negative interest rates, which if you have that, you better ban cash too or else it defeats the purpose. You see how this is all leading toward a cashless scenario of electronic money only, easy to turn people off if they don't abide by the system. So what's happening right now? Double Line Capital CEO Jeffrey Gundlach said in a recent interview, quote, sell the house, sell the car, sell the kids. That's exactly how I feel. Sell everything. Obviously, he's using a little hyperbole there, but he says nothing looks good here. The stock markets should be down massively, but investors seem to have been hypnotized that nothing can go wrong. Well, there will be events that will break that hypnosis at some point in the near future. U.S. News reports, analysts are forecasting a restaurant recession in the U.S., which is bad news for America's food and drink establishments and potentially even worse news for the economy at large. Paul Westra, a senior research analyst at Stifle Financial Corp., said in a recent note Tuesday that he'd turned decidedly bearish on the restaurant industry, downgrading his stance on 11 different restaurant stocks. He and his colleagues now confidently believe that the weak restaurant consumer spending seen in the second quarter of the year reflects the start of a U.S. restaurant recession. The catalyst, by the way, that would mean a recession also is on the way. And much of the world is already taking place. The catalyst for the current weak pre-recessionary restaurant spending trend is likely multifaceted. He goes on, but if history is a guide, we warn investors that restaurant industry sales tend to be the canary that lays the recessionary egg. That's his euphemistic way, euphemistic way of saying that there's a recession on the way. Let's change gears from economic news to a uh, cultural note here. I couldn't believe what I was... Actually, this is not surprising, but it's just another one of those moments where you just sigh and you go, what is this world coming to? Come soon, Lord Jesus. Pittsburgh CBS reports, crowd grows violently... Crowd grows violent after Marilyn Manson Slipknot concert canceled. A thunderstorm turned fans violent Saturday night at the First Niagara Pavilion. The storm knocked out the power, forcing the cancellation of the Marilyn Manson and Slipknot concert just moments after the show began. By the way, if you don't know who Marilyn Manson is, uh, I would consider that a blessing because uh, this, this singer is just blatantly blasphemous and intentionally in-your-face satanic. So, not a good thing there, um, but actually it's kind of good. Maybe maybe the power is knocked out and the concert can't go forward. A YouTube video shows Saturday's Marilyn Manson concert getting off to a, quote, good start. The singer was the opening act for the group Slipknot at the first Niagara Pavilion, but after the first few songs, a night of fun and music and satanic worship and uh, rendering their fealty unto the demon god. That, that was not in the original article, but that's what this was at this rock concert. Quickly became a night to forget. First, lightning flashed. Then the rain came. He, helped having, he, he kept having to stop a couple of times. Post-Gazette reporter Scott Mervis said he kept having to stop a couple of times. The crowd was getting drenched, the reporter said. The water was coming into the pavilion like the rain was going sideways. So the water was just like raining on everybody in the entire venue, said the Post-Gazette reporter. That was the beginning of the end. Mervis was there to do a music review. The reporter was there to do a music review. And then he, the, the article goes on and says that they had an hour and a half delay, like kind of like at a baseball game. And 
They kept chanting the swear words, and they were really mad. I've never been at a show where people have been that mad, said the pavilion owner. People were threatening to shoot the place up. There were fights. Police were getting involved. They threw things everywhere. It goes on. They started smashing things and rioting and acting like crazy demon-possessed entities. And I am so thankful that Jesus came to cleanse this world of sin and sorrow and violence and mayhem. You can have peace in him right now. Here's Scott Ritzema with another final minute message. Psychophysiologist Thomas Mulholland found that after just 30 seconds of watching television, the brain begins to produce alpha waves, which indicates torpid, almost comatose rates of activity. Alpha brain waves are associated with unfocused, overly receptive, there's an important word, states of consciousness. Watching television is neurologically analogous to staring at a blank wall. The goal of hypnotists is to induce slow brainwave states. Alpha waves are present during the light hypnotic state used by hypnotherapists for suggestion therapy. So you just heard it. When you're watching television, within 30 seconds, you go from beta down into alpha and you're undergoing suggestion therapy. You're in a highly receptive state of consciousness. It affects everybody, some people more. Brought to you by Belt of Truth Ministries.org.